Hi guys and welcome back to another episode of Work Sister Shire, where our motto is, if attempted murder is a crime, then attempted comedy is a podcast. I'm Sadie. I'm Suna. And I'm Arzum. And we're the Worst Sisters. This week we're going to be continuing our Twilight Saga with Twilight Breaking Dawn Part 1, which is the fourth movie in the Twilight franchise. Um, And this is the... Let me just give like a quick recap of it. But this this um, movie is based around Bella and Edward getting married and her getting pregnant with what is going to be a baby later on and the drama that revolves around that. I'm just wondering what else she could have been pregnant with. A not vampire baby. You just said what is later a baby. <laughs> <laughs> You didn't know that it was going to be a baby. There was so much drama around that. I yeah, know. no, that's true. And for so much of it, they were calling it it because they weren't sure what it was going to be. Yeah. yeah. What? Like, no one knew what it was. That's just something that I th- found funny throughout the whole movie as well. I was like, but what else did you guys think it was going to be, though? No one ever said what they thought it was going to be. They were just like, it could be a baby. Maybe. Could just be a fart. Yeah. Know what- <laughs> well, honestly, like, that's what she gets for cooking up barely cooking up I should say chicken sabah sabah in the middle of the morning the second she wakes up for breakfast (laughs) one of the things I want to talk about first is Mm. when Edward is trying to talk Bella out of getting married and turning into a vampire and he's like oh just by the way I was a murderer for a while because I was angry at Carlisle so I you know um raged out for a while and just killed a bunch of people but don't worry because they were murderers too so I'm still a good guy though there's so many things I wanted to say about this actually so first of all he's a he's a Dexter vampire essentially yes literally what (laughs) Um, my notes say second of all but then he's stopped killing those people because he felt bad because it's still a life so now what's he saying that victims aren't worth saving like no (laughs) like I don't understand the logic because he didn't stop people from harming others that's what he was doing yeah but now he's like no i'm not going to intervene they can just kill each other that's fine that's better yeah exactly it was just really weird that this was his like act of rebellion like he's like oh fuck you carlisle i'm gonna kill 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 people i'm not gonna have a deer again yeah exactly (laughs) this is again unrelated but this just reminded me of it and we can talk about it in more detail i guess when we get to the wedding but at the wedding when everyone is giving those speeches not one single person, including Edward's family, mentioned Edward. Like Carlisle, Esme, Alice, um, they're all talking about Bella in their speeches. Like, fuck Edward. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he doesn't have a personality. What can you say? And Edward exists. He's been around for like 500 years. He doesn't need to be mentioned anymore. He's just there. But also, like, she doesn't have a personality. So. Like, that's why the speeches suck so much. She's like, you're going to have to, like, skirt Bella. Yeah, I was about to say, she has slightly more of a personality. And her personality is she's not like other girls. Yeah, I know. When she's like, I've been trying to break in these shoes for three days. It's all too much. Shoes, a dress. I know, but can I just point out here, this is is a point I wanted to make. And I I have such a strong opinions of this. Bella makes such a big deal about wearing heels to her wedding. And she's like, yeah, I can't, I'm trying to break these in. I can't do it. And then on her wedding, she actually ends up wearing flats. But may I point out that when she goes on her honeymoon, she's wearing heels. 
Uh, so when she's walking down the aisle, she's wearing heels, but she changes into flats immediately after. So when she's walking she down, also, you can see the heels. When she goes, when she goes on her honeymoon, she's wearing that dress with the yes. little bow tie around the waist. It's a really nice dress. It is, yeah. But she's wearing heels with it. Yeah, she learned. Why now. can you? Why do you wear heels on a random day while you're traveling, but you don't wear heels to your wedding? Like fake. Also, how did they get from America to Rio in like the same night? And still, like, not be tired after traveling, and they haven't changed, nothing's happened, and they're just like walking through the streets making out before they go to the Isle of Esme. I guess it's not that far to Rio from where they are. It's far for us, but it's not far for them, I'm assuming. Well, it should be far for them, too. It should be j- just a few hour flight for them. Well, it felt too like, I don't, I don't know what it is from Washington, but I don't know, five hours? Actually, I'm gonna Google. I wanna see also, if I'm right. While you're Googling that, I also want to say, why would you take Bella to Rio as a romantic getaway when, like, last movie, you were going to kill yourself there? Yeah. <laughs> Remember when I thought you were dead? <laughs> so, actually, it takes, like, hours, but I think it's because there's stops. There, yeah, there's flights with, like, two or three stops. There's one with one stop that's 15 hours. Yeah, so even with, let's say, they didn't stop and it takes 15 hours or yeah. something. It should. It's enough to warrant like an outfit change. It's okay. enough to warrant that's like longer, sleep. That's longer than I thought. I thought it'd be like five hours. It doesn't seem like it should be far. But even then, even if it was five hours, I feel like you've just had your wedding day. You've just been at a party for like four hours. You've been like fighting with Jacob about your virginity. Like you're gonna be tired. Yeah. Oh my god, that was the other thing. I can't with that Jacob scene because I know. like. <laughs> Why didn't Jacob just go to her wedding like a normal guest? Why was he a present for her? It's so weird. Present, the guy you were going to leave me for. <laughs> yeah, like, like obviously he was free and available. Why didn't he just go there like a normal guest? Because in the, because in the beginning of the movie, when he gets the invitation, he like storms out, like in a fit of rage. I was in Canada, I think. Yeah, and... So he obviously got over that and came back. So just go to the wedding. Why are you a present? Gift. He's a gift. <laughs> From the werewolf gods to Bella. I don't know. Also, you're going to a wedding, even as a gift, you can wear more than jeans. <laughs> like, wear pants. <laughs> <laughs> Especially as a gift. <laughs> I know. <laughs> also, can I say about the wedding, Something that I found like so dumb and like such a throwaway thing that didn't need to be included was the whole like Arena and Laurent being each other's mates thing. Yeah. Yeah, I was wondering if that comes up in the next movie because it just went nowhere in this one. As far as I'm aware, it doesn't. I think he dies. Yeah, he dies. We know he dies. He died ages ago. He died in the last movie. Yeah. But my issue also with that is like are there only four vampires in this world that everyone can be in love with? Yes. And three of them are Edward. I know. <laughs> and my other issue is when she's like, I don't believe Laurent tried to kill her. He was going to be just like us when literally he was like, Edward's going to kill me because you're a snack. <laughs> Bite. <laughs> yeah. Also, speaking of gifts, um, I will not accept anything less than my own island as an anniversary present from now on. Oh, are you talking about Isle Esme? Yes. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm not sure if the island was a gift or just the use of the island was a gift because it was called Isle Esme. So I'm thinking it was just the use of the island. Yeah, no, the gift. use of the island was the gift, but Carlisle bought the island for Esme. So I want to be the Esme. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> well, find yourself a rich vampire. 
I know. Exactly. So what did you guys think of the wedding dress? Because when this movie was coming out, there was lots of um, drama around it and everyone trying to get sneak peeks of it. And like when she wasn't filming, she had to wear cloaks over it because everyone tried to like sneak onto set and get a glimpse of it ahead of time. I liked it. It was a nice dress. It wasn't overdone. I thought so too. It was nice and classic. It was classic. It was nice. It wasn't like blown out or anything. Mm. Nice dress. I liked it a lot too. 10 out of 10 recommend. I agree. Something else at the wedding I really liked is when Jessica's like, do you think she'll be showing? <laughs> who else gets married at 18? <laughs> I know. Fair question, Jessica. Who else gets married at 18? Why would you? I know. Um, why is no one concerned with Bella walking down the aisle looking like she's going to throw up on everyone? Yeah. Like she's literally like about just dry heaving as Charlie walks her and everyone's just smiling back at her. Like, oh, this is beautiful. Because- this is the look of love in four because that's exactly how Edward looked at her when they first met. It's full circle. True. Put a fan in front of her and make everyone throw up. No, while we're on the wedding, I have two more points I wanted to make about the wedding mm. or the pre-wedding to wedding before we move on. But the first is Bella didn't have a bachelorette party. Did anyone notice this? Yeah, yeah. I did. Because she's not like so, other girls. It's First of all, she's not like other girls. Second of all, she just doesn't have any friends that aren't people that are trying to sleep with her. Yeah. <laughs> or thinking that she's pregnant. <laughs> For me, I feel like this comes out of um, Stephanie Meyer's religiousness. You can have like regular non-skanky events. So Stephanie Meyer's should have given her a bachelorette party because Edward got one. But I think that's beyond Stephanie Meyer's imagination. Probably. What other notes did you guys have about the wedding? I think the decor was cute. Yeah, the wedding was beautiful. But also how risky to have an outdoor wedding in the middle of the forest where it's all open and everything on a beautiful sunny day. Like at least have a nighttime wedding if it's going to be outside. Don't risk it. The one thing about the wedding is why did everyone and their freaking grandma need to do a speech? Like I how know. many people did speeches? It was everyone. crazy. I hated Emmett's. Yes. Oh, my God, I know. They were mostly terrible. Like, it was just not worth the screen time. Just get rid of them. I know. And I'm also disappointed that after, like, everyone in the universe did a speech, Bella didn't do one. Yeah, I know. At least give her the opportunity if, like, everyone under the sun is doing one. This is what I mean. Like, Stephanie Meyer has no imagination. I actually hated Jessica's speech where she's like, um, as it was cra- Bella was crazy about Edward, or as I called him, the hair. And then Edward was all over Bella, even though she's not volleyball captain, even though she's not student body president. Like, stop being jealous for two seconds. Like, Yeah, I know. That was so pointless. I know. And it's like, why did Jessica even talk? Like, they're not that close. Yeah, I know. But they had to include Jessica. with Bella. Yeah, but because like, I had to include Jessica because she's the only friend that's had, like, outside of Jacob and Edward and stuff that's had screen time. I didn't like any of the speeches. I thought they were all terrible. Yeah, and they Emmett's were. was the worst. It was so freaking awkward. I hated that. But you know what I hated more? Mm. Renee singing. Yeah. I hated her singing a lullaby. Like, just stop. It was weird. It was weird. Uh, also, the other worst speech was Edward's. Yeah. Now he was like... I've been waiting for what seems like a long time. And, like, everyone thinks he's 18. So how does yeah. that work? That <laughs> aren't, awesome. they, aren't they all like, this guy is delusional. He's 18. Seems like a long time, he said. <laughs> yeah. But something that was actually really sweet of in his speech was when he's like, no measure of time with you will ever be enough, but let's start with forever. I was like, that's so cute. I'm going to cry. 
was okay. Did you also? Did you cry? I said I was gonna cry, but like oh. if someone said that to me, I would cry. One hundred percent. It's so romantic. Next thing I have written down is Jacob comes back because kind is his middle name. This scene with Jacob where they're dancing and she's like telling him that she's going to be turned to a vampire after. And he gets angry because she's going to have intercourse while she's a human and it's dangerous. Like how, why would he even get a say in that? He doesn't. That's why everyone's like, mind your business. It's not up to us. Yeah. Also, why is Bella an idiot at the same time? Like, you've waited two years, just wait, like, another couple of weeks and you'll be fine. Something else that was dumb is that, like, Jake, can Jacob not be trusted so much that there are, like, five men in the bushes at all time in case they need to pull him away? Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Like, get a hobby. And then, like, he goes on and on about, like, ages and stuff, about how much he loves her and how much she means to him and how, you know, once she's – a vampire can't be with her and all this stuff and like he just basically makes everything about them through all of those like grand like gestures of love and everything that you've done you're like oh well the good thing is after he turns her I can bite his head off <laughs> and then you know have to kill all the Cullens like no don't be dumb I thought you couldn't live without her 10 seconds ago I didn't think too much into this scene. it was just weird to me that she would even tell him that like that's that's a personal note. I don't think she should, be, should have been telling anyone that. I think a lot of people assumed, though. I mean, it's their honeymoon. Well, like, what they do on their honeymoon is up to them. But also, he had assumed that they weren't going to until she changed. But he, she went and corrected him. Like, just let him assume. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you don't have to go correct him. She made it his business when she was like, no, actually. Yeah. Let him assume what he wants. Like, everybody yeah. else got to assume. Yeah. Everybody else that assumed that they would didn't realise he was a vampire. This whole movie did a great job of, like, extending scenes when they didn't need to be extended. And I feel like a lot of this movie was, like, filler content. They had to stretch it out into two movies somehow. Exactly. Exactly. Like, this whole movie took about, what, two? Two hours, I guess? Just a little bit over two hours. And it's, like, the longest two hours of my life. Like, re-watching this. And even though, like, I like Twilight... I don't know, it just felt so long. And, like, the scenes could have been so much more condensed. They could have fit this yeah. easily into 90 minutes. I think they could have fit both parts, like... Into one movie. Into, like, a two-and-a-half-hour two movie, yeah. Yeah. But, you see, they had to copy what um, Harry Potter did at the time and break up the finale up into two movies. Like, I think this is one of my least... I think this is my least favourite Twilight movie that we're on right now. Nah, it was still better than the first movie. The first movie was the worst out of all of them. The first movie is the best out of all of them. Disagree. Agree to disagree then. I like this movie just like for Twilight, not like in general. Like yeah. for Twilight, I like this movie because you got to find out a bit more about like backstories and stuff and yeah. how things work and stuff like that, which I mm. found interesting. Which was much better than just Bella and Edward throwing up in each other's faces in Twilight 1. And also the other thing I liked about this movie is finally, uh, when they're getting married, they finally have some chemistry. Mm. I think this was the first time they've ever had any actual sort of chemistry ever. Like it's not great, but it's something. Can you um save that for my wedding speech, thanks? <laughs> yeah, I will. <laughs> This is the most chemistry I've ever had. It's not great, but it's something. They're more like a normal couple. Like, they actually talk to each other and stuff. And Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
I know in the other movies they didn't even feel like a couple, let alone deeply in love. Like they just felt so awkward. Whereas here they felt more like they were a couple, like they were together. Yeah, rather than just laying in a field staring at each other. Um, yeah. I have a bit of a fun fact for you guys. So um, you know the scene where um, Edward and Bella leave Rio to go to the Isle of Esme and they go on a little um, boat? Yeah. So Robert Pattinson had actually like taken driving lessons for the boat for like three weeks beforehand and three seconds into filming he crashed the boat and <laughs> um, basically that's why there's no scenes of him actually driving it. They see them getting on and then them like unpacking their luggage because he just couldn't do it and they were like we'll just get like an overview shot of someone else driving. Right. Interesting. Fun facts. <laughs> yeah. Well, I have another fun fact for you. Yeah. Um, and that is, you know, before they left on their trip and they were still, like, saying goodbye to people at the wedding, um, Alice came over and said to um, Bella, everything's packed and ready to go. And Bella mm. just says, cool, and doesn't even say thanks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fun fact, Bella's a bitch. <laughs> I know. Like, she, like. Oh, my God, why couldn't you pack your own suitcase to go away? Because she didn't know where they were going. Yeah, but still, pack everything. No, (laughs) pack your snow pants and swimsuit. Let's go. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Why wouldn't you? And then if it doesn't work out, she can just leave her snow pants behind like you did. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Something I did find funny, though, is that when she goes to get dressed after she makes herself all sexy, um, once she gets to the hotel, like, you know, she shaves her already shaven legs, she brushes her teeth and brushes her hair. Yeah. Um, and she then has, like, a mini breakdown on the floor of, like, their bedroom because Alice didn't pack her a swimsuit and it's all lingerie. And she's like, mm. don't be a coward, go out. And she goes naked. Later on, she mm. has a swimsuit. Is that what her breakdown was about? I thought she was just nervous about her first time. I thought she was nervous about wearing the clothes that Alison packed. I didn't realise it was over a swimsuit. There was no swimsuit, so she was like, don't be like a coward. Well, what difference does it make? A swimsuit and undies are the same thing. Yeah, I guess she's 18 and dumb. Exactly why she shouldn't be getting married and being turned to a vampire yet. That's exactly when she should. (laughs) Um, Exactly. But did you guys like it when they naked stared at the moon together? Yeah, that was real nice. (laughs) It was so cute. (laughs) I love it. Romantic. <laughs> it was almost as romantic as the night Spencer and Toby lay on top of the blankets together. Almost, <laughs> not quite. At least they had chemistry. Yeah, I was gonna say Edward could never be that funny. <laughs> he was on the top of the bottom. <laughs> so good. But they end up, um, you know. Having sex and everything, Bella doesn't die, but they break the bed. And the next day she wakes up amongst a bunch of feathers and immediately she's having sexy flashbacks because, you know, you can't just wake up. You have to have flashbacks of the night before. Yeah. But also she didn't realise everything was broken until she woke up. She was like, oh, what is this? Yeah, I know. (laughs) She also had temporary blindness. Also, okay, I'm angry at Edward for this scene. Okay, he doesn't sleep. She does. Yeah. Right? He could have cleaned that while she was asleep. Well, he didn't clean it at all. I they know. awkwardly called people to come clean it. Oh, my God. That was so embarrassing. I had secondhand embarrassment. I know. Yeah. 
By the way, he's our cleaner. She thinks I'm going to kill you. And then she sees the bed. This whole movie actually, like now that I'm thinking about it, this whole movie gave me secondhand embarrassment. That's what I'm saying to you. This is like my least favourite Twilight movie. I like the, like the last Twilight movie more than I like this one. Like this movie is just a bunch of like complaining, a bunch of dragged out scenes. It's It was way more awkward than it needed to be. Yeah. Yes. Um, but yeah, I felt really bad for the housekeepers that were just like having to clean up their weird like sexed up ruins. Yeah. But um, also those housekeepers, so Edward talks about like the local legend and whatever and they suspect he's a vampire. Mm. Why would you ever go there? How much could they be possibly paying you that it's worth risking your life if you think he's a vampire? I wouldn't. I mean, they have island money. <laughs> Yeah, but still, like, you really believe in this to the point where you think he's a vampire and he's going to kill this girl. Why would you go there? Maybe she was wearing garlic oil. But, yeah, also, I'm sorry, I've come back to this again. Why was Bella cooking up chicken drumsticks for her breakfast? And also, why didn't she cook them fully? Because she's trying to give herself salmonella so she can justify the, um, the vomiting. Yeah, well, she vomits until she sees her tampons and realizes she's late. Anyway, so let's get to the baby side of things now. Now that we know that she's pregnant, they call Carlisle, who's trying to, like, coax them or talk talk them into getting rid of this thing. So they end up going back to Forks Mm -hmm. um, to, to, like, discuss and talk about this. And, like, Edward is adamant he does not want this baby. Right? Mm -hmm. None of them do. The only person that wants this baby is, what's her name, Rosalie and... Bella. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, would you not think that the vampire doctor and your husband, who has been alive for 500 years, know what they're talking about? Um, but they didn't, though, because they'd never seen this before. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like but, like, but it's killing her. You could see her visibly, like, dying. For Bella, she just wants to be different. Literally, yeah. that's it. I don't even think she cared about this baby until, like, later. She just wanted to be different. Do you remember that that um internet meme? That girl who was on Dr. Phil? I don't care what my mama says. I'm going to have a baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> my baby needs yeah. a blanket. I got three. Yeah. <laughs> That's Bella. <laughs> yeah. Literally, literally this whole movie's vibes. Um, I like that she's literally four weeks pregnant, but also eight months pregnant and falling apart at the seams though. Yeah. Yeah, because the baby grew faster than the a regular baby. Yeah, I know, but still, it's like suddenly we fast forward to two weeks later, and she does not have an ounce of blood in her body. Also, with a slew of vampires hanging around, and you having a half vampire baby in your stomach, would you not think that you needed to drink blood earlier? Probably not, no. because this was the first thing, first time this has ever happened. But the issue for me was. They're like, oh, she can't eat. She's wasting away. Freaking Dr. Cullen could have given her a drip. Yes. Why did he not think of this? Like, I didn't go to medical school and I know this. No, she had to have her blood sippy cups. (laughs) Yeah. Also, I have such an issue with the fact that Carlisle just has access to all of this blood, right? And it's Mm. not logged in the system anywhere. It's just in their house. Where did you get those? You had to steal them from work. That's how he got rich. You yeah. never stole staples from work? The blood is different, bro. <laughs> yeah. Office supplies is office supplies. 
all he needs to do is like put a couple of bags of blood onto each chart that he's working on and boom, he can bring them home. But they're still meant to be logged and registered and know where they are is what I'm saying. Yeah, so she's saying he pretends he gave it to people. She's talking about blood fraud. I like that the whole time Bella thinks it's a boy and her grand, like a name that she could only think of is Edward Jacob when we brilliantly came up with Carly or Charlyle. Yeah, I know. (laughs) The scene for me where the werewolves were talking to each other as wolves was so weird. I hated it so much. You have to elaborate. Why was it weird? Yeah. I don't know. It was just weird because it wasn't like they were really talking either. It was just like pictures of wolves and voiceovers. Because that's what it is. They telepathically communicate. It's weird. I didn't like it. Like for the purpose of the movie, they could have changed that so it was better. I know what you mean. That was like the best part. You didn't even know which wolf was which. Yes, you do. You just need to know who Sam and Jacob is. They're just showing you random pictures of wolves and people shouting on top of it. Like, one of them could have been me. You don't know. (laughs) You'll never know. I liked when um, Sam and Jacob were fighting it out for, like, Alpha. Yeah. It was just, like, I don't know, so cringe that it upset me. So they're just, like, arguing about how, no, they're going to kill the baby because they can't control the thirst and blah, 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 blah. So we have to preemptively kill this baby and we'll probably have to kill Bella before it's born. Mm. And now Jacob's like, my grandfather was also a werewolf. (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm starting my own pack, bitch. Pack of wine. (laughs) He's just Um. lucky Seth has a soft spot for him and Leah didn't want her brother to die. Yeah. Also, when he came out of the forest in that scene, so after he had, like, a fight with um, Sam and stuff, and then he came, turned into a wolf, came out of the forest and turned back into a human, he was fully dressed. So did their forest get a wardrobe upgrade? Is there now also shirts hanging around? I believe there, sh- there would be if their shorts are still around. They have to put shirts with them now because there was a budget for shirts this time, you see. Oh, I see, yeah. So they've increased their budget, I see. All of them are wearing shirts. Also, I my next note says, nice, when you leave a wolf pack, you put the group chat on mute. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. <laughs> but you know what didn't make sense to me? Is when Leah's what? like, oh, I left the wolf pack, but Sam doesn't know I left the wolf pack yet, so I still know their plan. But can he not hear you talking about this still? No. No, because she's not thinking about it. She's talking about it. Duh. But they can still hear when people are talking about it because, like, they said, remember when he's like, you know, I've never had a conversation like in the past two years or something without them hearing. Because mm. when you're talking, you're actively thinking about what you're going to say but and what is they're she saying. Part of that, is she part of that telepathy though? Because she's not a wolf. Yes, she is. Leah is, is a wolf. Leah is a wolf. I thought the girls couldn't be wolves. Girls can be wolves. It's just the rest of them are guys. And You're talking about that girl with the scratches on her face. She can't. She's not a wolf. She's just imprinted by a wolf. So I thought all girls couldn't be wolves. No, girls can be wolves. She was one of the wolves there during the conversation. Is that the case in the book as well? Yeah, she's a wolf in the book. Then where did I get this idea that girls couldn't be wolves? Is it? It's because mm. you think all dogs are boys and all cats are girls. That's your idea. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> that is very true. No, I, I distinctly remember, like, I don't know, a bit where they talked about, and I think it's from the books that I read, like, a century ago. But anyway, that's neither here nor there. 
Um, okay, can we just talk about how intense her labor scene was? Yes. Yes. Like, it was the, the most traumatic birth I've ever seen. Can I, yeah. can I interject in here? Mm-hmm. All right. Fun fact. Um, the labor scene actually caused epileptic seizures in moviegoers. Oh, really? Yes. Right. So um, after the movie came out, um, there was incidents reported across America of people having seizures when it first came out. They had to revise that scene. The comic book artist, Jim Lee, he was saying that he took his son to the screening of the film and they had to leave because his son had to throw up. Like, his 11-year-old son threw up during the birthing scene. I feel like this movie is too intense for an 11-year-old, so why did he bring him? I don't know. It was a screening. I guess he just thought, I'll bring my kid. Even after it's been adjusted, it's really intense. And I remember watching this for the first time, probably when I was like 11 or 12 years old, now that I'm saying that. Um, <laughs> and being literally terrified when her spine snaps and she just bends over backwards. I'm like, Ugh. Yeah. It was so scary. It was terrible. Christian Stewart went on to say in an interview later on that she wanted to um, have blood coming from her mouth. Like she wanted to be vomiting blood during this scene and they wouldn't let her. You know what I hated the most out of uh, this whole birthing scene? Is when yeah. Edward dives in to pull the baby out with his teeth. He's yeah, just like biting at her stomach, pulling it apart. I'm like, ugh. And then also, though, like um, Alice and whoever else was still around at home, they just disappeared to do nothing and it was just Edward. Yeah. Like, why aren't you helping? Like later on he calls them and they come out because they want to trick the werewolves. But what were you doing this whole time? Why are you not helping? Well, I think Alice and Jasper pulled um, Rosalie away when they cut her open because she was reacting to the blood. So they grabbed her and pulled her away and tried to keep her away. Yeah. And, yeah, I guess they were just keeping her away. Right. So do you know how Otto has an emotionally support, an emotional support, Rufus? Yeah. They also need a support, an emotionally supportive vampire. So if someone can't go somewhere because of the blood, you need another vampire to babysit them. Okay. So where's the rest of them? Babysitting another vampire. <laughs> what I didn't understand was, where's the doctor? He was out hunting, they said. Yeah, which also doesn't make any sense. Why do you send the only one with medical training out hunting when she's about to pop any minute? Because he wanted to get his energy up because they, th- they thought he was going to, she was going to give birth tomorrow. Someone couldn't bring him back something? He can't order Uber snacks? <laughs> Uber snacks. Like also, they had all that blood in the house that she was drinking. They couldn't just drink some of that? No, because they don't want to have human blood. Because it would set them off into a frenzy again. Not only that, why would he not have a phone on him? Exactly. Like, to me, it makes sense. The medically trained doctor stays home. Somebody brings him something to eat. But also, like, why, though? Edward could just bite the baby out. Yeah. (laughs) That's a better plan. (laughs) If I'm not here, you bite the baby out. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) And he did. On um, Bella's like being sick and losing weight for a while there I was worried that they actually made her lose that weight Um, yeah no I think it's I think it's yeah it's CGI yeah she did lose some weight for this movie but not that much yeah because she looked really unwell like yeah it was really bad yeah and then so remind me what the bit was um the next bit where so Jacob's guarding Bella now. He's had a fight with Sam. He's guarding Bella now. The rest want to kill Bella. And he's like, yeah. no, not over my dead body. Yeah. And yeah. then um, they want to sneak past the werewolf, the werewolves for what reason? 
when he decides to call Sam and be like, hey, let's make a deal. When the baby's born, I'll kill it. It was a diversion. I just don't know why. Yeah. Was it to go and try to get Carlisle back? Like, what was it? Alice went to go get everyone. This is why I said that why wouldn't they have a phone on them? Yeah, good point. Leah, Seth, Emmett, Esme and Carlisle arrive just in time to neutralise their approach. When Sam readies to strike again, Jacob leaps in between and tells them that he's imprinted on Renesme, which has made her untouchable to the other wolves. Also, that was the worst um, fight scene ever. They couldn't even manage to kill one vampire when there was, like, a thousand wolves and, like, two of them. But also, like, how gross is it that Edward um, Jacob's imprinted on her? Like, I get that in his, I don't know, future flashbacks. She's an adult and stuff, but... Future still... flashbacks. Yeah, I don't know what to call them. Let's <laughs> <laughs> call them... Flash forwards. forwards. Okay, well, in his flash forwards. But also, I don't even think they're flash forwards. I think they're, like, potentials because over the top of that, he's there's that audio playing where they talk about, you know, when you imprint on someone, you be anything they want you to be. You be yeah. their brother, their best friend, their whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't think it's even meant to be the future. It's just meant to show possibilities. Yeah. Also, I- he can make himself not age for her. Yeah. Can he? Yeah. Yeah. How does that work? I don't know, but it works. You can just basically choose to stay 16 forever. Then why wouldn't you? Maybe now he will. These people are doing my head in, man. These people are doing my head in. Maybe he wants to do what what we were saying in, like, episode one, where he wants to get to, like, you know, 22, 23-ish and just stay that age forever because that's a good age to be at. Yeah, but then I'm saying, why would anyone get older than that? Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Want to grow old with their partner that can't stop aging? Just stay young till a truck takes you out. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I just thought the whole thing was weird. And um, even Bella just being like, I can't have like a full happy life without you and Jacob and blah, blah, blah. And it's all like setting up this whole thing of like, you know, he needed, she needed to have him around because of Renesmee, because of like, she sensed her ovary was going to be connected to him or something like that. And then, um, so the whole, like, Bella turning thing took so long. I didn't expect it to take that long. Mm, it took, like, days. literally a thousand – it took, like, a thousand centuries um, as far as we can tell. Yeah. But anyway, I liked how as she kind of turned, not only did she heal and, you know, get back to her normal weight and, you know, all of that, she also put makeup on as she healed. Yeah, and she got a dye job. Yeah, she got her hair dyed, she got glitter eyelashes, she got lash extensions, like... She became the best possible version of herself. Does that include glitter eyeshadow? She got glitter skin, bro. (laughs) The sun was only lit on her eyelashes. Oh, I see. Is that what it was? Yeah. But yeah, I thought that um, it was weird because how long after after her being like a dead dead does... Do they start being like, okay, let's sort out the funeral... And they're just waiting for her to wake up. Like, what are you going to tell to Charlie and stuff like that? Yeah, I suspect the rest of them were used to it because they know what turning is. And I think they also noticed something about her heartbeat as well. So I think they knew what was happening. Well, I don't think they did because, like, after he inserted the venom, he was like, nothing's happening and still pushing on her chest trying to get her heart pumping and stuff like that. Yeah, and then at some point he decided he gave up and he went outside. And then when they came back inside, they said something about her heartbeat and stuff. So I think they were waiting for her. 
I remember them saying anything about her heartbeat, but yeah, Carlisle's a doctor. Like I, they've got super hearing. They've got equipment. I'm pretty sure they picked up anything like on like an MRI or like something to say that she was alive. Otherwise, why would they just leave her? They cleaned her up. But also, nothing should show up on an MRI because she should be dead on the inside. She should be dead on the inside, but it's still going to turn up on an MRI. Why? It should have turned up on, like, something, like an ultrasound or something. I don't know. But what would turn up? Just the fact that she's still dead? Because it's hard to tell. Is she dead dead or is she vampire dead? (laughs) Because her heart shouldn't still be beating or anything like that. It should be stopping, so it shouldn't be hearing anything. This is what I'm saying. I think they said something like it had slowed down a lot. But yeah, um, anything else about this movie you want to talk about? There was an after credit scene. Was there? Oh. oh, well, I turned it off once the credits turned on, so I didn't know. <laughs> it was um, the Volturi. So the Volturi were sitting um, in the Volturi Palace, I guess. I don't the know Vatican. what that place is called. <laughs> and um, they get a letter sent to them and they said it's from Carlisle. And um, I think Carlisle notified them um, of, you know, Bella's being turned from, is what I assumed from there. And somebody was like, oh, yeah, like one of the Volturi was like, oh, yeah, cool. Well, that ends that. And then the other Volturi was like, no, that's not the end of it because the Cullens have something I want. And then it cuts off. Oh, I didn't see that because I just turned it off at the credits. I turned it off at the credits, but. You guys aren't true fans. 10 out of 10 best sister for picking that up. Yeah. 10 out of 10 wood sister again. Wood sister again. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's move on to dollops. How many dollops would you guys give this movie? I can't remember how many dollops I gave the rest of them. Neither can I. So I'm going to say like three and a half dollops. It's quite high for Snow. I don't think I've given it anything less than a three yet. Even Twilight 1, I gave it a 3. Yeah, you did. And I liked all of them better than Twilight 1. So, okay, well, I don't know. Somewhere between a 3 and a a 3.5, I think. 3 and 1 quarter. 3 and 1 quarter. What about you, Sadie? I'd give it a 2. That's a bit low. why so low? Because I told you guys, this movie was so drawn out. It was so, like, it didn't need that much... In it, like this movie could have been made into like, I, I kid you guys, like maybe an hour, hour and a half. Besides the length, is it so drawn out that it is beyond okay? Maybe th- I just don't like this movie. I really just don't like this movie of the Twilight. If I watch them in order, I always skip this one. <laughs> I give it a two, a solid cool. two. How many dollops do you give it, Anson? I give it like a three and a half. Like it's not bad. It's okay. So we're probably averaging around $3. Yeah. I do think it was a bit drawn out, but... Like, nothing happens in this movie. A lot happens in this movie. Apart from her having a baby, what else is there that has anything to do with the end result of this series? Well, you can say the same thing for the rest of them. Besides her dating Edward, what else happens in the first one? Besides her... Uh, breaking up with Edward. <laughs> breaking up with Edward. What else happens in the se- the second one? But they're all like that. It's just a filler episode until she has the baby, turns into a vampire, ready for the next big adventure. But she has the baby and turns into a vampire in this movie. That's what I'm saying. That's those are significant. Yeah, but it ends. 
it ends with her like opening up her eyes and just like <gasps> he's alive now. You're crazy, honestly, because more has happened in this movie than like the first one. Yeah, I agree. The reason I like this movie is because things actually happened. So we average at three dollops. Yeah. What? So I think I already know the answer to this question for Sadie, but um, mm. what would you change in the movie? I would condense it. I didn't see that coming. What about you, Sana? I would change it so that it's less cringy. I would remove a lot of that embarrassing content. Yeah. I think I would shorten some of it. Like I would shorten a lot of the um, honeymoon stuff that I don't think needed to be there. Yeah. Also take get rid of some of that like – Secondhand embarrassment stuff, like Suna said, like um, like the housekeepers having to clean up after them and Emmett's speech and everything. Because that housekeeper thing also ended up being so useless because, like, he was like, oh, well, let's ask her because she knows about the legends, but she knew nothing. Death. So, yeah, so, like, just get rid of her. She doesn't need to be there. Yeah, I know. She doesn't even go here. Literally. So I don't think that was needed. So I think the honeymoon thing could have been literally – cut in half to the point where like they go to their first night they have sex they have one montage not four of them having a good time and then she's pregnant yeah. Alrighty. anything else anyone wants to talk about any worst sister stories mm. so i had one did i what was it mm. the train in istanbul so yes my worst sister story is when uh sadie and i were in istanbul and her kids were with us as well um we were catching a train somewhere and when we got to the platform, I like, you know, was letting her and her kids go on first and I was going to follow on last. But before I could get on, the train doors just slammed shut. <laughs> and, I tried to, and I tried to kind of stop it because like in Australia, right, if you put your hand between the train things, it, the doors will open and you can get on. But this is not what happened in Turkey. The doors kept trying to slam. So I removed <laughs> my hand out of it so I didn't get caught in there and dragged the train. Um, anyway, so the train door slammed and the train took off and I'm like, bye! <laughs> <laughs> but like, so, it was it was fine though because unlike the Cullens, me and Sadie did have phones. So Unlike the Cullens, I think you mean unlike your previous self because you also lost each other like the week beforehand. <laughs> That's so true. So unlike the Collins and unlike my previous self, we did have phones. And um, so I texted her and I, and I was like, look, it's all good. Just get off at the stop we're meant to be getting off at and I'll meet you there. Like I'll get on the next train. The next train was 10 minutes away. Yeah. Um, so for me on my end, it wasn't that bad. I just got on the next train, got on and um, went along and got off at the right platform. But I think for Sadie, it was probably – a bit of a nightmare because then my nephew who was with Sadie was like freaking out because I was lost. <laughs> uh, and I was like texting her so she could show him. I was like, show him this message. I'm okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's really like sweet though. He cares about you. He wants to make sure you're all good. <laughs> Yeah. He was so scared that something was going to happen to her. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Looking back at it, it was hilarious because, like, I'm trying to make sure that all the bags that we've got in our hand and the kids are all in the in the train. I turned around to see if Sunar's okay, if she wants help, and she's outside. The doors are closed. <laughs> <laughs> also, I had one of your bags. And then when I got there, 
and I met them up at the next train station, like at the train station we're going to and stuff. He was like, you forgot to get on the train. <laughs> I, like, I didn't forget. <laughs> Why did you forget? <laughs> the door closed. I didn't forget. <laughs> But why did you forget, though? I didn't forget. The train forgot me. All right. Well, thanks, everyone, for joining in on our Twilight Part 4. Join us next week for Shadewood. So if you have any thoughts, questions, or um, things you want us to talk about in our next episodes, feel free to contact us on Facebook, TikTok, Reddit, and Instagram on Worst Sister Shire, and Twitter on Sister Worst. We also have a Gmail address that you can um, send us an email on, which is at which is shy at gmail.com. All right. Well, then I'll count us out with a hadabam. Three, two, one. Hadabam. Hadabam.